to go. Welcome to the show. I am blowing out Scott's ears, it appears. That was there was so much rhyming in that intro. Did you notice that? Unintentional rhyme. Completely. Too. Completely hey. unintentional. Hey, what is this? Do I sound better? Do, Do I sound better? There he is. He's back. He's back. <laughs> oh, he's got the mixer at his disposal, and today's going to be a goofy show. It's Monday the uh, the 18th, and we begin week 25, and I'm out, Scott. I'm done. No more fantasy baseball for me. I've been eliminated in all five of my leagues except the one Roto League, which I have no chance of winning. Um, really? Sucks. Bad feeling I'm right now. disappointed in you, Adam Azer. Even in that league where you were, like, undefeated yeah. for... Yep. Wow. I know. That was, that's the most disappointing. The second most disappointing was yesterday. Uh, yesterday I'm in my, my head to head categories league. 14 categories, seven by seven. I go in, and it was so close all week. Neck and neck. I made two very smart decisions on Sunday. I sat Garrett Cole. I sat Dylan Peters. They both struggled. I, I go into the Sunday night game winning six to five with three ties. I end up losing nine to three. That's how close it was. He had, like, Strasburg. I think he had Justin Turner. The categories were so close. I went up 6-5 to five with one game to play. I ended up losing nine categories to three categories with two ties. So that league's done. That was a shame. And uh, I'll tell you who I have to blame for that in a little bit. But enough about me. How about you? Me? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Good. Dancing Good in the podcast league. Not... Not, of course, the For the People League, where Team Scam was awful. But Team Scam, yeah, it was bad. The, the league that counts, the league that matters. Uh, advancing to the championship game against Jake from KC. I think his name's Jake Doyle, right? Does that yeah, sound right? Jake yes. Doyle? Yes, it does. You give him a shout-out for advancing to the championship yeah, game. Yeah, you know, he's had a great year. I did manage to beat him last uh, in Week 24, but we have a two-week playoff, and he crushed me in Week 23, so... It was an uphill battle. Uh, so I, you know, look, I lost in the semifinals in three out of five leagues. Scam, team scam was terrible. My roto team is okay. So it was not a bad year for me, but, uh, not a, you know, disappointing. And mm-hmm. you, Scott, uh, how many championships are you still in contention for? Definitely three head to head points leagues. Um, three of the four of those I played in. Ooh. I'm, I'm in the championship game and, um, Kind of makes you wonder why I like head-to-head points more, I, huh? You are so amazing. <laughs> it is incredible. You are so good at this format. You win the <laughs> podcast league almost every year. I, I don't understand. It's like uh, you think luck would intervene at some point, and you couldn't possibly be this good, but you are so good. And I, I usually employ a very similar strategy to yours, and I don't know why. I usually do well in the podcast league, but you do better every time pretty much, except for one year where I won it. Yeah. I don't huh? know. I don't get it. I have, you know, there was two years where I didn't win it. So, you know, it's, it's possible. I'm not unbeatable. Who knows? Maybe Jake from KC will take me down this year, but, um, feel pretty good. I think I was the highest scoring team this last round and, uh, feel pretty good about my chances in that one. As far as Roto Leagues go, you know, cause I'm not so bad in the Roto Leagues. Oh my goodness. I've jumped to first place in the Memorial Magazine League. I didn't even notice that. You liar. No. I got 91.5. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> what? Keep setting your lineups. Good things will happen. I have been... Oh, oh, my God. What a battle. Two weeks left. Scott has 91.5. Heath has 91. Mike Kuchera has 91. Amazing. RJ has 86. He's still there. Four-way battle for first... You, you ju- How many points did you gain last week? Five... Po- oh, my God. Scott White. Unbelievable. You lucky yeah. SOB. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm now I'm angry. <laughs> now I'm angry. Okay. Uh weekend standouts. Watch what do you think about Garrett Richards? He's sixty percent owned and he's got a two ERA, three walks, eighteen strikeouts, and eighteen innings. He hasn't thrown more than seventy four pitches since making three starts since coming off the DL. Uh I love you know, it's very encouraging, but at Houston this week, can you trust Garrett Richards, who, you know, otherwise, if he were 60% owned, I think it'd be easy to say, go out, get Garrett Richards. But at Houston this week, he just pitched very well against Houston at home. What about this week? I wouldn't be opposed to picking him up if, you know, even if it wasn't a situation where I wanted him in my lineup just to keep him from getting in somebody else's lineup because, you know, he's gone from 52 pitches to 63, 74 in this most recent start, 
One of those starts was against Houston. He pitched well, and he's pitched well in all three starts. So if he's able to, you know, top 90 pitches go to 100, uh, there's a chance it's a really good start. Tough matchup, like you said. So, you know, for a one-start week, I don't know that he'd be one of my starting five or, or six or whatever it is. But um, at least you don't have to worry about somebody using him against you if you pick him up. Sure. Now, any standouts for you, Scott? Big uh, weekend storylines. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few. A player who's been hot who we haven't talked about much, and in part because I don't like him at all, is Tim Anderson. Yeah. And I don't like him because his plate discipline is horrific. And, you know, points leagues, even even with what I'm about to say, he's probably uh, not that worth using in those. But in Roto Leagues, Understanding how desperate so many of us are um, for stolen bases, and in fact, I picked up Anderson in the Memorial Magazine League because I know I can gain three points very easily in stolen bases. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I'm within two stolen bases of like three different teams. So maybe build on that lead. I just picked up a little. I picked up Tim Anderson, who um, has been running a lot more. He has only 13 stolen bases on the season, but seven have come in his last 11 games. Seven of the 13 in his last 11 games, and he's been hitting well for a while. Um, you know, I don't know that I trust the hitting necessarily, but stolen bases, as I've often said, are a decision-based stat. It's something he did a lot of in the minors, and he said he played it too cautiously upon getting in the majors was... Uh, you know, didn't want to make that out on the bases, and now he's just running like he doesn't care. So, which is w- exactly what we want to hear. We don't usually want to hear about players not caring, but, um, you know, it, it sounds like this is something that's going to continue for him to close out the season. So, middle infield, shortstop eligible, easy to fit into a lineup, particularly a roto lineup. Uh, if you need steals, he's, uh, he's a good player to, to pick up and, as far as the hitting, last 41 games, 326 batting average, seven home runs, 891 OPS. So that's the good side. The bad side, of course, is during that 41 game stretch, three walks to 45 strikeouts. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about with the bad plate yeah. discipline? Yeah, I know. And that's why you've been hesitant to buy in long term to Tim Anderson, but it's really just about getting some, getting the win in those categories right now in those uh, categories leagues. Very important. Yep. So yep, Anderson... I'm going to start him over Angleton Simmons in that league this week. Wow. Okay. He's 39% owned Tim Anderson. And uh he was one of the best hitters of Week 24. I'll tell you more about the best hitters and who had the most steals in Week 24. That's coming up a little bit later. I, I think at this point it's amazing what Matt Olson is doing. Olson's 57% owned. He's homered in three straight games. Olson has homered 13 times in his last 19 games. He is now a better fantasy option than Greg Olson, who broke his foot yesterday for the Carolina Panthers. Yes, he is. The better Olson. And you know what Olson yeah. brings to the table, right? The Olsen twins? Unmistakable power! Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know I was not warned. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, he's got, he's got some pop. Most, must uh, I start, think he's up right? up to 40 home runs between the majors and the minors, or he's getting close. And, uh. There's no way you're sitting Matt Olsen at this point, right? It's, no, it's, no, I mean, and he's only like, he, he's available in like half of CBS Sports League, so. Yeah, 58% um, owned now. It's really good, a matter great of. matchups this week. He was, he was second on my top 10 sleepers hitters column. Well, it's really a matter of who you're starting Matt Olsen over. Uh, you know, are there, alright, Daniel Murphy. Would you start him over no. Daniel Murphy? No? No, I want to start him over Murphy. Andrew um, McCutcheon. But... McCutcheon homered three times last week. Still somehow managed not to have a great, great week. One walk, <laughs> seven strikeouts. But uh three homers last week for McCutcheon. That's nice. Olsen or McCutcheon? Yeah, I'd probably start McCutcheon, too. You're 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 aiming very high here to start out, Um I would imagine. Here's one. I got one for you. Okay. Adam Duvall. Last 24 games entering yesterday. I mean, this is something I just didn't even realize. He's batting 182. With two walks to 29 strikeouts, Adam Duvall. Yeah, I don't know what Duvall brings to the table that Olsen doesn't. And right. the Reds don't have the best matchups this week. I was I was going to suggest somebody like Scooter Jeanette you sit him for, but um, Duvall might even be easier. You start Olsen over Jeanette, Duvall. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking about it in, in Suarez, too. Um, oh, yeah. The only reason I'm hesitant is because it's a in this particular league is a points league. 
and Suarez walks a ton. So I may not end up doing it in that format, but in a categories format, that'd be a pretty easy call. Suarez has had three straight bad weeks. He's 88% owned, batting 200 in September with two home runs, eight walks, 18 strikeouts, one double. So he's been cold. So streaky that guy's been. Right? Yeah. It's just been April and August have been monstrous, and then every other month. Any other uh, big-time standouts? I mean, i got plenty in the notes. We'll talk about a lot. of. We'll talk about Matt Boyd. Uh, actually, a lot of deep league pitchers who did pretty well. Um, well, he's a standout because of his circumstances. You realize Adrian Beltre is starting yes. again, right? He, he suffered a season-ending, quote-unquote, hamstring injury, and yet he started, like, five games in a row for the Rangers. He's right. been DHing. Um, 76% owned. He got dropped, Adrian Beltre. Uh, yeah, I mean, season-ending injury, of course he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I mean, you come back two weeks early from a hamstring injury. Um, I don't know the, I forget what source I was reading. One of the, one of the local, one of the, one of the newspapers for the, that covers the Rangers, uh, basically described it as he's not able to use his lower half in his swing, which would be a, you know, pretty big problem for anybody. Beltre, you know, you don't get as, you're, you're not as productive as he is through age 38 without learning to p- play through aches and pains. So if there's anybody who can play through it, it would be him. And he had a, he went two for, he had two hits and a double yesterday. So it seems like maybe he's starting to figure it out. I don't know that I'm particularly motivated to start him in the league of say 12 teams or fewer. It seems like a big gamble, but it's, it's a situation like Richards. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy who left Beltre available for my opponent, and then he starts Beltre, and it's like, and Beltre has a great week. Like that, that just there's no reason that needs to happen. So mm-hmm. I'd pick him up if only to stash him on my bench. And uh, would you'd have to start Matt Olson over Beltre though, right? If if it yes. came to that, yes, yeah. I would. Okay, so let's get into the most added list and see who the people out there are adding. And number one is Matt Olson, of course. Number two is Mike Leake. He's a two-start pitcher. And, Scott, you can update us on two-start pitchers now. We probably have a clearer sense than we did on Friday. Yep. Uh, but Olsen is scheduled to make two starts. Or not not Olsen. <laughs> uh, Leake is scheduled to make two starts against the Rangers and the Indians. Still is. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Josh Tomlin on the most added list. He's scheduled to face the Angels and the Mariners on the road. And he's been pitching pretty well lately. He's 30% owned. Would you trust your fantasy championship to Josh Tomlin? No, I would not just trust my fantasy championship to Josh Tomlin. And uh, let me see about this, because that doesn't sound familiar to me, him making two starts. So did he and Clevenger flip-flop? Is that what happened? Because I, I thought I Clevenger know. was the two-star pitcher for the Indians. Let me double-check that right now. You can move on to somebody else if you want. All righty. We're going to check on Josh Tomlin. Martin Perez is on the most added list. Perez is 33% owned. Tomlin, by the way, is 31% owned. Martin Perez at Seattle and at Oakland. Be careful what you wish for here. Uh, this is not a safe guy to start, although he has no. been solid. He has been very solid. Well, he's getting... He's given up a lot of hits lately. He's not given up a lot of runs lately, but he's been fairly solid. And yeah. you I, I don't what happened with with uh, Andrew Kashner, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Kashner. Uh, yes, yes, I do, I do. <laughs> it's tough to trust Martin Perez. There's, I wouldn't be starting him. I, I know a lot of people are going to hit the panic button and, and say. I'm in the championship. My opponent's got like three more starts than I do. Do I start the one star guys? Do I start the two star guys? You know, it obviously matters points versus Roto. Roto league. There, there are so few two, like, there are less than, most of the year there are more than 40 two star pitchers in a given week. With all the six man rotations, with all the spot starts, I'm only counting on like 28 this week. Wow. So, you don't have to go, you don't have to extend yourself that far, um, to, to get, you don't, you don't, you don't need to dig that deep into the two star pitcher list, basically. And, Everything I'm looking at shows Clevenger starting Tuesday still and Tomlin starting Wednesday. So I would not count on Tomlin making two starts. However, Clevenger is a great option. Okay, yes. Clevenger is a much better option than Josh Tomlin. Of course, he's uh, much more owned. The other thing is there aren't that many studs making two starts this week. you know. So it's unlikely that your opponent is going to have 
three like uh, aces making two starts, and yeah. it, it's probably unlikely that he's even going to have two. That might right. happen, but the way I put it in the two star pitcher rankings this week, it's it's a piece I write every week, and I update it on Sunday, so it gets you know the newest information out there. Um, there are only four pitchers, only four two star pitchers this week that are the kinds of pitchers I would trust in a one-start week. Like, for sure, every league across the board, definitely start them one start or two. There's only four of them. So Who are they? Uh, Kershaw, Gio Gonzalez, John Lester, and I'm Darvish. the fourth. Who? Darvish? No, Darvish I don't think is actually going to make two starts because – it would mean Kinta Maeda makes zero starts this week, and I think they're going to insert Maeda at some point, though we don't know exactly when. Patrick Corbin? Oh, Marcus Stroman's the fourth. Oh, one. Stroman, okay. Yeah. Do you think uh, – well, do you know who on the two-star pitcher list might not be making two starts? Like uh, Chase Anderson, is he safe? Stay- you mean the two-start uh, – List and in, like the people in the drop down menu when you go to players, yeah. and you go to two star pitchers. That that little tool. Um, all right, so not off the top of my head, but um, let me see. I don't think I don't think Darvish is. We already mentioned him. Um, I don't think McCullers is. No, McCullers. he definitely is not. He will not be starting on Tuesday. It's oh, okay. it's not a hundred percent clear that he's going to start at all this week. They're yeah. not going to start McCullers on Tuesday, and then they're going to just – I think he's going to throw a bullpen or something like that, and they're going to see where he's at. So I, it's it's very risky to start Lance McCullers. i going to say no to Kevin Gosman because I think they're – you know, he won't he won't make his first start till Tuesday, and I think there will be six men this week. Uh, Jamison Tyone, going to say no to him, even though he's on this list. Uh I'm, I, I put Jack Flaherty on my list, even though I'm kind of skeptical. Adam Wainwright could come back this week, and Jack Flaherty's innings are piling up. It's not a great option anyway. Okay. And I think that's it. Okay. So uh, with the exception of uh, a few guys, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Stroman, Lester, and who was the fourth one, Scott? Um, was it Archie? Gio Gonzalez. Gio. Okay. Yeah. Those those four th- those are making two starts, but they're the only four on the two start list that are like true studs. What about Archer? Is he going to make two starts this week? The Cubs and the Orioles on the schedule, and even if he does, would you start Chris Archer? Yeah, normally I'd call him a stud, of course, but the way he's pitched recently since dealing with that forearm strain, he should make two starts. I have him eighth on my two star pitchers list, so realistically, everybody who owns him is probably starting him. But it might be a situation where if a uh, ERA and WHIP were the most questionable categories for me in a, a in a categories league or a roto league. Uh, then then I might sit him. I might play it safe and sit him since not convinced he's of sound body right now. All right, we got a big series kicking off. Kicking off. I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, first pitching in the <laughs> Bronx today. Twins at Yankees could be a preview of the wild card game. Probably will be. Um, uh, maybe, you know, maybe the Angels can catch up to the Twins. Who knows? But bottom line is, if that wild card game is in the Bronx, you bet that yours truly will be there. And you can bet that I'm going to use the SeatGeek app to get my tickets because SeatGeek is the place I go to get all my tickets. Sports, concerts, comedy, theater. And if you use our promo code FANTASY, you save 10 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FANTASY. First purchase knock off $10 on that price. Now, I've obviously used the promo codes before. I don't get those discounts. But every time you use SeatGeek, you're basically getting a discount because SeatGeek finds the best values for you. It searches multiple sites, finds the best seats, finds the best values, grades every ticket based on value. You can immediately see the seats that fit your budget, and every purchase is fully guaranteed. You can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Look, they've been sponsoring us for a while. A lot of our users are listening, are, are using SeatGeek. I get tweets and emails all the time, so there's a reason for it. It's a great app. Download the SeatGeek app. The promo code is FANTASY. Use that for 10 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Scott, let's play a game called Do They Matter? These four pitchers were very good over the weekend, and they are barely owned. Matt Boyd came one out away from a no-hitter. 
uh, for the Tigers. Red starting pitcher Sal Romano had a great start against the Pirates. White Sox starting pitcher Carson Fulmer was very good at Detroit on Friday. And Daniel Mengden for the A's threw a complete game shutout with seven strikeouts at Philadelphia. Do any of these four matter? Matt Boyd, Sal Romano, Carson Fulmer, Daniel Mengden. Wait, say it again. Say it. Do they matter the way you wanted to say it? <laughs> do they matter? No, no they, they don't. don't. <laughs> okay. Wow, extended version there. That's it. Yeah. No, that was a little, that was elongated there. Yeah. Good. Um, no, they really, I don't, I don't think any of them. Carson Fulmer, um, has good stuff and was, when he was drafted, was considered like a top flight pitching prospect, but he was so bad in the minors, uh, that, you know, I'm not, I'm not really buying into him after a couple good starts, but there is upside there. It's worth monitoring. No way I'm going to pick him up now. Now I told you I wanted to lay some blame at the feet of one of the players on my categories league team that, that I lost, uh, yesterday. Um, so here's a new category called I supported Manny Machado all season long for nothing. <laughs> After all this, Chris Towers was right. Manny Machado, actually I don't think he was, I don't even know what the argument is anymore. Do you realize <laughs> Manny Machado went two for 24 with no extra base hits in week 24? Ah, but! Would you even be in a position to count on Manny Machado if not for what he did the previous, what, two months or so? Scott, do you know the expression, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I know. Yeah, what a bummer. What a letdown. And Delano de Shields let me down too. No steals last week? Are you kidding me? I lost steals by one. Uh, I'm still bitter. You know, last night, so, like I said, it was up 6-5, and then I, I did a, ba- a football podcast, didn't check the score, and then about 11.30, I uh, got done with the podcast, like, done with editing, and I went up. My wife could not care less about my fantasy baseball team. First of all, of she's working, getting ready for, for work today, and mm-hmm. um, I said, I want to do something. I need I need to do this with somebody, and I was like, I'm going to look at my fantasy baseball score, and I want you to be there while I do it. And I like held her hand and I took out the phone and I opened up the app and I look and I just let go of her hand, dropped the phone, walked away. She's like, Oh, you lost, Tom. And then I want to be like, Yeah, shut up. You know, I lost, but no, I, I was polite about it. I was polite about it. Uh, news and notes. All right. Noah Syndergaard's going to return soon, but he may only pitch a few innings. I mean, there's no reason to trust Syndergaard, right? It's very unclear what they're doing with him. No, it's not. It's just, I'm not even, I'm not sure if I want to see him pitch. So I, I have some sense of security going into next year. Like I know what to expect or if I just want them to rest him because the Mets are not very good at, at holding back on their young injured pitchers. I mean, there, there's nothing that he could do at this point that would influence me at all. For, really? For next year. I don't okay. think so. I mean, okay. it, it would be one start in theory. I'm not going to base too much. I, I guess if he threw a no-hitter. By the way, one no-hitter all season. Eight. One no-hitter. Edinson Volquez, that's it. Um, Miguel Cabrera is injured. He has back pain. He's going to play a little bit. If you want to start Miguel Cabrera, then I wish I were still playing and uh, we're playing against you. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson Contreras. Yeah, that's dated back to World Baseball Classic, which makes me feel a little better about Cabrera heading into next year. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Wilson Contreras served his suspension, and so much for easing him back in. He started four or five games. Uh, Bryce Harper taking BP, but it really does not seem like he's going to play in the regular season. They are not even sure if he's going to be ready for the beginning of the postseason, Bryce Harper. Steven <sighs> Strasburg allowed his first earned run in 40 innings last night. I think uh, I think it's now been one in 40 innings. I, I don't think it, that was the streak because he gave up a run in like the second. So mm. I think it was like 35 innings, scoreless. Yeah. Something like that. Well, three total earned runs and six starts since returning from the DL. So that's also an impressive way of looking at it. Very good. You know, this yeah. was the year uh, Strasburg and Stanton basically stayed healthy. And uh, well, Strasburg ended healthy. He didn't stay healthy. His, his, he's only going to end up with like 170 innings or something. That's it? I knew he missed some time, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's had a great year, don't get me wrong. He's maybe his best year in terms of percentages, thanks in part to this streak. And this was the year where he ditched the windup, right? Yeah, yeah, 260 ERA would be a career low for a full season. 
He's at 162 and two-thirds innings oh, right now. I thought he had more than that. Okay. Leads the, leads the NL in FIP. Wow. Great year. So he'll, he'll get 175-ish, which I think you would have signed up for from Strasburg. Sure. Jason yeah. no, Kipnis. No, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sad I drafted Strasburg this year. Jason Kipnis off the DL. He played center field on Sunday. I don't think anybody's gonna rush to start Kipnis. A lot of good second base options out there, like Yoan Moncada. Adrian Beltre has been DHing, as Scott mentioned, 76% owned. Do not count on Matt Kemp. Salvador Perez expected back on Tuesday. I hope this is just rest, but Jose Ramirez has sat two straight days with a hamstring. They're calling it precautionary. They're calling it rest. Starter sit Jose Ramirez. I don't think they play today. That's the other problem. I think they play tomorrow. Those Indians, they suck anyway. Yeah, they never yeah, win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I think hmm, I'd lean towards starting him, but, you know, it kind of depends what your exact situation is. Oh, like, my God. He's been so good. <laughs> I know, I know, that's the thing, like, you can't, and it, if they're saying it's just a day-to-day thing, and this is the time of year where teams like the Indians just rest players sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, the good ones still play more often than not. Um, I think I, I would start Jose Ramirez. Yeah, I, I, I think I so too. I believe them. That it, this will be a reason. third day off in a row, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Only, I think only seven games on the slate tonight. And I'm going to the Giants game. Kaching. Fun. The New York football Giants. That's right. Those guys. All right. Here are the best hitters from week 24. Josh Donaldson and Eddie Rosario both batted well over 400 with five home runs and seven RBIs. Rosario continues to be that home road splits kind of guy. So good at home. And he has six road games this week, but I think we already decided we're starting him because three of them are at Yankee Stadium. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know that I really buy the splits because it's not like it's Colorado or Arizona or notoriously hitter-friendly park. I just I don't. I'm I'm always skeptical of that. That it could just be, you know, the way the way the streaks lined up. And he's been. I mean, the fact of the matter is, basically half the season now. You go back to June 13th. Is, uh, where I, where I marked the turnaround for Eddie Rosario. And since June 13th, he has hit, uh, hang on, let me pull it up right here. Eddie Rosario, 83 games, so half the season, a little more. 322 with 21 homers and a 961 OPS. That guy probably needs to start every week now, regardless of yeah. matchups. The Twins happen to have the best matchups this week. Yoan Moncada is 70% owned, and he batted 394 with two home runs and a steal. So if you're not feeling it at second base, I mean, you could easily get away from Rugnet Odor. Rugnet Odor, by the way, over the last 28 days, you know, I knew he was struggling. I didn't know it was this bad. 132 batting average, two home runs, two steals in 28 days for Rugi. So Moncada's been really good. Uh, I know you like him, but I don't think you like Todd Frazier too much. 79% owned. He was one of the best of week 24. 294 with three home runs, seven walks, and five strikeouts. It's been going on for a little while for Todd Frazier, but I'll, I feel like you're not really feeling it. I hung with Todd Frazier for a long time, Adam. Yep. Long time. He was right there when I wrote that column about don't give up on these players back in early July you or whatever right. it was. You were right. Look at that. Well, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll take credit for Verlander. I'll take credit for Machado. Uh, I can't remember who else was on there, but Todd Frazier was on there. I feel like it's too little too late for him, though. Was going to mention Tim Anderson, but we already talked about him. Deep league guy, 10% owned, Jamer Candelario, batting 391 with two home runs last week. Uh, five walks, three strikeouts. I think he's been pretty good for the Tigers that came over um, from the Cubs. Do you do you have any interest in Jamer Candelario? Yeah, I do. I, you know, I don't know how many people will have to resort to a player who's less than ten percent owned this week, but the Tigers have good matchups. I've always kind of liked Candelario. I don't know what happened to him at AAA this year. It seems like, um, you know, he got off to a good start, but after that, his numbers just kind of. Faded on him. He used to be, for most of his minor league career, he was a great plate discipline guy, which you know I love. 
And his last three games for the Tigers, five walks to zero strikeouts. So it seems like he's picked that up again. But yeah, since taking over as uh, a regular part of their lineup, 373, two home runs, 1064 LPS in 15 games, 10 walks to eight strikeouts. It's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, third base eligible, Jamer Candelario. I imagine he faced some pretty bad pitching with the White Sox over the weekend. Um, but he's not exactly facing great pitching this week. Nope, they have good matchups. Seven games against the A's and the Twins. Yep. So, um, would you start at third base, Jamer Candelario or Adrian Beltre? <laughs> um, hmm, man, I I think it's more important to own Beltre. If you can, if you can own both, okay, maybe 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 start Candelario. Yeah. Most steals in week 24. I did not list everyone here, but Tim Anderson had four. D. Gordon had four. Ahmed Rosario had three. And Rosario made two errors yesterday, but he went seven for 19. He did not have a walk or an extra base hit. Uh, I don't know if you care about Ahmed Rosario. Tommy Pham stole two bases. Jacoby Ellsbury stole two bases, and Jacoby Ellsbury's been playing very well lately. Uh, so I don't know. If you're desperate in a five outfielder league or something, Ellsbury's been playing regularly, and he's on fire. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ahmed Rosario, let's, let's New York it. Ahmed Rosario, Jacoby Ellsbury, they have any appeal to you? Mm, not really. I mean, if you're chasing steals, I, I'd still rather go for Tim Anderson over them because it, you know, I, he's, he's voiced how deliberate this uptick in steals is, but, you know, there's only so many stolen base guys out there. Yeah. Yeah, all right then. I think it's time to get into pitchers in just a second. Let's do some tough calls though, hitting tough calls. Um, starter sit, Daniel Murphy. I will start him. Andrew McCutcheon. Start him. And we talked about Suarez, we talked about Duvall. I, I was looking for Phillies hitters that struggle against lefties. They've got Kershaw and Alex Wood. Um, I, I I mean, they have tough matchups to begin with because they have Kershaw, Darvish, and Wood to start the week. Are you avoiding any Phillies? I thought maybe Nick Williams. Nick Williams is a lefty, but he hits lefties just as well as he hits righties so far this year. Yeah, but he's he's kind of fringy to begin with. I don't think many Nick Williams owners will need to start him. Obviously, really deep leagues and a lonely leagues, that kind of thing, you start him. But um, otherwise, the matchups would steer me away from him. Uh, you know, most of the Phillies lineup is pretty fringy. The only one that isn't, I think, is is Reese Hoskins. Definitely start him, but I think you sit if, if it, you know, assuming a standard size league, twelve teams or fewer. I think you sit all the others. Really? Okay. And yep. uh, other oh, Joe Mauer. Joe Mauer. Last twenty eight days, he's eighteen percent owned. Eight number eight first baseman in points, number thirteen in roto. He had a grand slam yesterday. That's his first home run in twenty eight days. But he does have the most doubles among first basemen in that stretch with 12. He's batting 365, good walk-to-strikeout ratio. Joe Mauer, 18% owned. Would you play Mauer over you – know, Justin Bohr actually is pretty interesting. He's been solid since coming off the DL. He might mm-hmm. sit against lefties. He's only faced one since coming off the DL and did sit against – the Marlins have only faced one in that stretch. Bohr sat. Like, who would you rather have, Mauer or Bohr? I'd rather have Bohr. And I know the Twins do have the best matchups this week, so, you know, maybe there's reason to consider Maurer at least, but it would have to be a points league since he's good with plate discipline but doesn't provide many home runs for a first baseman. I don't think in a categories league you could devote a spot to him. Okay, um, Carlos Gonzalez, starter sit, six road games for Cargo. Six road games, but good matchups. I actually have the Rockies. Uh, they were outside the top five best matchups for this week, but they have good matchups. Those are bad pitching staffs. So we'll I start, start him. him. Okay. Marwin Gonzalez, not playing every day. He is hitting 311 with seven doubles in September. Hit his first home run since August 20th, though, on Sunday, and has just three since August 1st. Starter sit Marwin Gonzalez for the Astros. Yeah, he hasn't been nearly as good in the second half. I would sit him. And Travis Shaw, two good weeks in a row. He does have three lefties on the schedule, including Lester and Quintana. Are you cool uh, with Travis Shaw? Yeah, I'm cool with him. I think I'd start him. 
And we got to sit Rude Van Odor, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's going to hit five home runs, but uh, <laughs> uh, he doesn't deserve a spot in your lineup. You know, nah. he hasn't earned it. Nah. Uh, all right. So I think uh, you ready to get into some pitchers? Oh, yeah. Pitching time. Now, I know it's early in the morning. We're doing this a little earlier than usual. But are you ready to get into some dinner? Um, okay. Good. Because today, the Blue Apron delivery man shows up. And he drops a big box of dinner at my doorstep. Six meals, all for less than ten bucks per meal. Oh, it's a beautiful day when that Blue Apron comes. We open up the box and we see the menus and we see what we've got to cook this week. And three great meals for me and my wife, again, for less than ten dollars per person for meal. Per meal. Go, go out to dinner. You're going to spend at one dinner out at a restaurant as much as you spend for six meals uh, for Blue Apron throughout the week. So I went to the grocery store last week. I bought some stuff for dinner, and it was such a hassle. I paid too much money. I wasted food because I bought too much, and now the meat's gone bad. So I'm throwing that out. The quality wasn't the same. It sucks, you know, and the quality wasn't the same. Blue Apron is convenient. It's affordable. I love that you never waste food and never waste money. And check out some of the meals coming up on Blue Apron. Soy glazed pork and rice cakes with bok choy and marinated green beans. Uh, skillet vegetable chili with cornmeal and cheddar drop biscuits. I don't even know what those are, but they sound amazing. <laughs> that happens a lot. I'm like, what is this going to be? And it's so good. Garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad and roasted purple tomatoes. So you've got pork. You've got vegetable chili. You've got shrimp. There's chicken. There's steak. There's beef. There's so many different types of things on Blue Apron. Uh, get three meals free, blueapron.com slash fantasybaseball. Three meals free with free shipping, blueapron.com slash fantasybaseball. Just give it a shot. There's nothing to lose here. Blueapron.com slash fantasybaseball. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. You sell that very well, Adam. It is it is completely genuine, Scott. That That was your best promo read ever. Was it? Yeah. It's completely genuine. I love it. I mean, we're tailgating tonight, so we're not going to have our blue apron tonight. But tomorrow it is on. Uh, all right, so the pitchers. Studs being studs, part uno. Dallas Keuchel. I, you know what? I'm not going to go through everything, what they did, how they're doing, blah, blah, blah. Let's just do start or sit. Dallas Keuchel against the Angels. Start. Danny Duffy. Nice start at Cleveland yesterday with eight strikeouts and five innings. At the White Sox, Danny Duffy. Matchup makes it easy. Start. Cole Hamels was good enough uh, at the Angels on Saturday, although he did walk four and give up two home runs. He's at Oakland this week, was recently terrible at Oakland. Cole Hamels, starter sit. Uh, he's got that Matt Olson guy. Though it is lefty on lefty. And, um, yeah, I, I'm looking up his velocity in this most recent start because that had we had seen that rise recently, which is a good thing. Uh, I'm going to say start. You know, I sat Alex Wood at the Nationals on Friday, and that was a big mistake. Six scoreless innings, three walks, one, three hits, one walk, eight strikeouts. Um, got to start Wood now at Philadelphia. Hamill's velocity was back down in this start. That's interesting, but I'm still going to say start for him. And uh, sorry, the next one. Alex Wood at Philadelphia. Yes, I'm going to start him too. Studs being studs part two. These guys are all owned in more than 80% of leagues. Rick Porcello had a very good start at Tampa Bay on Saturday and has been mostly good for a while now. Starter sit Porcello at Cincinnati. Eh. Mm, I don't think there's much need to. Two-start Clevenger, one-start Porcello. Clevenger, easy. Two-start Mike Leak, one-start Clevenger, or Porcello. Leak. Jay Happ, four solid starts in a row. He'll either get Kansas City or the Yankees this week at home. Well, that's kind of a big difference, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'd, the, I'd the, lean no on him either way. Okay. The guys who, who pitched on Friday, you know, they're set up for a Wednesday start. That's often the end of one series. So if they stay on five, man, Happ gets the Royals. If they bump him back, it's the Yankees. Yeah, I think with Duffy coming back, they, they, they're going six man right now. So, okay. so I, Yankees. Probably Yankees anyway. James Paxton got roughed up in his first start off the DL. Three runs and an inning and a third. He'll get either Texas or Cleveland this week. Yeah, I I think I'd play it safe and and sit Paxton. He was not right mechanically in that first start back. Showed some rust. Hasn't didn't really get a rehab assignment, obviously, because minor league seasons have ended. So uh, I I think I'd sit Paxton. Charlie Morton. Morton's been pretty good lately, actually. Last six starts, 351. Not great. 
but not bad. And a lot of strikeouts. Uh, yeah, what, a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. Good offense backing him. I, I think he's, you know, he's had a, he's 12 and 7 record on the year, even missing time with injury. So, um, I, he's a guy I start more often than not. And it looks like he gets the White Sox this week, even if, if it ends up being the Angels instead. I, I think he's a fine starter. Charlie Morton, start him up. And Jeff Samarja. All right, interesting. Samarja, great start on Friday against the Diamondbacks. Uh, at the Dodgers this week. Mm. I don't think so. Okay, no go on Samarja. Studs being duds. Garrett Cole. He's been pretty bad in two of his last four starts, and he's been great in two of his last four starts. St. Louis at home this week, and he's been very good against St. Louis this year. Starter sit Garrett Cole. (sighs) Yeah, he's been pretty bad lately. Um, I guess I would lean start in a points league and sit in a categories league. Taiwan Walker struggled against the Giants, uh, and he's been walking a lot of guys lately, that Taiwan Walker, and he has Miami he sure this has. week at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'd start him. Really? I don't right. think so. The CBS crew has been looking for excuses to sit Taiwan Walker all year, so I guess <laughs> we've got it. Zach Davies got ripped by the Marlins in a road game at Miller Park on Saturday as the Marlins were playing in Milwaukee uh, due to the hurricane. And, uh, Dave, you know, I'd be, I, again, why did it have to be in Milwaukee? They couldn't have picked a neutral site. That's not really fair for the teams that are competing with Milwaukee. But, I, I, you know what? Not important. Zach Davies uh, against the Cubs this week. Starter sit. He just dominated the Cubs. Don't buy it still. I don't buy it. It's not as extreme as my lack of faith in Andrew Kashner, but it's pretty close. So I would, I would sit him. I would sit Davies. Michael Waka at Pittsburgh. Rather not. Alex Cobb at Baltimore. Mm, closer for him than Davies and Walker, but I'd still rather not. Trevor Bauer, uh, a rare bad start. He will be at, either at the Angels or at Seattle this week. Rather not. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. Okay. I no. still don't have a lot of trust in him. At least the strikeouts have been there for him. So, you know, I'd take him over Davies, Walker, Cobb, and, you know, at some point you're just going to have to start a less than great one-star guy probably yeah, i mean not necessarily we are talking about the best teams in the leagues at this point so that's might, true they might be in better shape but out of cole walker 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 davies cobb and bauer scott is not really excited to start any of them Stud- no yeah uh all right studs being something in between studs and duds eduardo rodriguez uh at cincinnati this week starter sit i'd be more likely to start him than any on the last list Okay. How about Julio Tehran? Been pretty good lately. Gets the Phillies at home. Yeah, he he has been pretty good lately, but the walks have still been kind of high. Still hasn't been a big strikeout pitcher. Uh, I'm encouraged because there's some arsenal changes he made that have coincided with this run. 240 ERA in his last seven starts, but I still think it's a little too risky in a one-start week. I'd, I'd, I'd rather not. And when I say I'd rather not, like, I understand some of you may have to, and it's fine. Maybe in some of my leagues I have to too, but it's definitely not the ideal. You should at least consider uh, a two-start option. I know there aren't many good ones out there, but at least look into it. Uh, maybe somebody like Herman Marquez, who's still available, in I think a third of CBS Sports League is pretty close to that. Um, he has two good matchups, so it, at least consider your alternatives. All right, to Julio Tehran. Fringy starting pitchers part one. Sean Manaya, starter sit against Texas. That's a definite no. Marco Estrada, starter sit against the Yankees. Definite no. Really? He's been pretty good lately. Really. John Lackey at Milwaukee. Mm, lean against that too. Yeah, don't get ejected in the fifth inning, John Lackey. One out away from qualifying for the win, although I'm not sure what the score was at the time. Uh, fringy starting pitchers part two. Yoli Shasin at home against Colorado. A sub two ERA at home. Yoli Shasin. I don't care. I don't care. Get what? him out of there. All right, fine. <laughs> Parker Bridwell at Houston. Really don't trust him, despite his good work against the Rangers on Saturday. Fringy starting pitchers part three. Owned in less than fifty percent of leagues. Brandon Woodruff, great start at Miami, or well, at home against Miami in a road game. Brandon Woodruff gets the Cubs this week at home. 
Now, I do actually like him as a pitcher, but one start week against the Cubs, I don't think I'm going to do it. Robert Stevenson, Boston. Kind of like with Tehran, he's made some changes that are definitely encouraging, but still way too many walks, and it's it's just it 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 seems like a tightrope he's walking with that. Ronaldo Lopez gets Kansas City. He has like a combined three strikeouts in his last two starts. I mean, Kansas City's a pretty good matchup. Four but four it, strikeouts in his last three starts for Lopez. Four strikeouts in his last three starts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It'd have to be a deep league scenario. Sean Newcomb. Nationals or Phillies this week? That's a big difference. It is a big difference, but I don't I don't think it matters. He hasn't he's been better, but he hasn't been good enough. Dylan Peters crushed yesterday at Arizona this week. Yep, yep. Not worth it one start week. Uh so no, no on no. Peters. Kyle Gibson at Detroit. Well that was bound to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean I guess he only gave up three hits and had eight strikeouts, but five runs and I I've five walks. I haven't really been buying what he's doing. And I don't even know if Jordan Montgomery is going to start this week, but he had a good start. Uh, I can't. I, he had a, a finally a good start. First quality start since July, so don't start him. So Woodruff, Stevens, like, yeah, some people are going to have to start these guys. Woodruff against the Cubs, Stevenson against Boston, Ronaldo Lopez against Kansas City, uh, Kyle Gibson at Detroit. Who would you? I mean, go these with? are low enough that I don't know that anybody has to start them. All right, but let's just say they did. Who would you go with? <laughs> Woodruff and Lopez are my favorite of these of this group. Did you see any developments in the bullpen? Blake Parker got a save on Friday. Then Yasmero Petit got one on Saturday. Rysel Iglesias threw 42 pitches on Friday, so he didn't get a save on Saturday or Sunday. That had to be because of the workload. I know it was on Saturday. I'm not 100% on Sunday. And Jake Diekman got a save for the uh, Rangers on, on Sunday. I didn't understand that. But did you see anything that changed uh, anything for you? Not really. I mean, I, I wish Parker could have turned around and gotten the save Saturday as well, but after pitching two innings, I guess it wasn't terribly surprising he didn't go. Um, Petit's up to four saves now. Like, you, did you say that? Uh, I didn't say that. You may, but you I may have say. said that. But yeah, he's up to four saves. He's been a pretty regular part of that mix lately. There's just there's not enough clarity there for me to get involved, except in like an AL only scenario. All right, let's look at today's matchups then. And we'd have a lot of emails to read as well. Twins at Yankees, Irvin Santana, Jaime Garcia. I will start Santana and sit Garcia. Clayton Kershaw, Nick Pavetta. We know what to do there. Sit Pavetta. Yep. yep. Chase Anderson and Steven Brault. I'll start Anderson. I will not start Brault. Doug Fister at Dylan Bundy. Bundy, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I said that too quickly considering the matchup, but I, I still think I'd start Bundy and Brault. Uh, I'm sorry, who was, who was, who's facing Bundy? Fister? Fister, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna start Fister. Jarrell Cotton at BuckFarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is this funny? I thought of this. The Athletics open this week. They're pitching, the, the pitchers they're facing this week, the Athletics open the week are the Farmer and the Bell. That is very funny. Okay. Yeah. It's actually, you know, the farmer in the Dell, so I decided I opted against tweeting it out, but I'll share it to the podcast <laughs> audience. Farmer in the Dell. Okay. Um, Cotton no, and Farmer, these no. Pitchers. No, no, no. Uh, Mets at Marlins, Matt Harvey, Dan Straley. I will, hmm. Straley's yeah, interesting with is. that matchup, but man, it didn't go well for him against the Phillies last time. Um, I'm going to lean yes. Roll the dice on Straley. Okay. Uh, the Phillies are a lot tougher than the Mets, I have to say. Yep. Diamondbacks at Padres. Corbin at Perdomo. Corbin's a great option. Perdomo not a great option. Alrighty then. Let's see if we can empty out the inbox here. Holy cow. You would not believe how many emails we have been getting, but people need <laughs> to win their leagues. Chris in the ICT. I feel like we haven't heard from Chris in a while. Chris in the ICT. Pick two. I'm going to give you the matchups here, Scott. Uh, just give me a second. So, again, it's my fault, but uh, it's been a busy, busy few weeks with football and baseball. So I haven't been quite as prepared with the emails. I usually just kind of sort through the inbox instead of putting them in the notes for Scott to read. So uh, pick two of these. Chase Anderson, Clevenger, Weaver, John Gray. 
And th- this is when it gets really tough when you've got to pick so, those two start guys versus one start guys. Right. And Anderson and Clevenger are the two start guys. Weaver, oh man, Weaver and John Gray have been so good. Um, yeah. I know what I would do. It's, it's points leagues. It's points leagues, right? Yeah, it is. I think you gotta go with the two, two start options. They're both in my top ten two start sleeper pitchers for this week. Clevenger and Anderson. I hate sitting Luke Weaver especially, but I think you gotta do it. Okay, okay. For a points league. I we need a, a baseball keeper here from Matt in New Jersey. First two keepers are Lance McCullers and Luis Severino. So who's the third one? Jose Martinez, Marwin Gonzalez, Clint Frazier, or try to trade for Didi Gregorius. So pick one. Jose Martinez, Marwin Gonzalez, Clint Frazier, or he could try to trade for Didi Gregorius. I mean, it's kind of tough. I don't know what you'd have to trade. <laughs> I also think Didi's coming back down to earth next year, personally. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I guess Clint Frazier, uh, if you have to keep one of them. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan says, wants to know, well, we talked about this. Chris Archer starter sit, head to head categories. The guy I'm facing doesn't have the best pitching, but he does have a two star week from Geo. Yeah, he, you know, Jonathan, you just should know you might not get two starts from Darvish, but Archer is in a categories league. He's, he's kind of iffy. We talked about that earlier. Yep. Alright, uh, Trevor from Canada. Head-to-head categories, sit one of these guys. Gerardo Parra, Kevin Kiermeyer, Mitch Haniger, Travis Shaw, and Tommy Pham. Sit one. Parra, Kiermeyer, Haniger, Shaw, and Pham. Gonna sit Para since it's a week in big parks. Yeah. Alright, this is Tom from Chicago. He needs three of these pitchers. A two-start Doug Fister. A one-start Lance Lynn. Maeda, uh, Fister's the only two-start guy. Fister, Lynn, Maeda, Pomeranz, Cueto, Samarja, Paxton, and Wade Davis. Points league. So starting four of them? Uh, three of them. Fister, Lynn, Maeda, Pomeranz, Cueto, Samarja, Paxton, and Davis. <laughs> mm, not a lot of great options there. Um, Pomeranz, I guess, yep. is a start. I'm going uh, Wade Davis, too. Yeah. Okay. That works. And let's say... I might go with Fister, Scott. Cueto? Yeah. No, Lynn. I'd go Lynn. Last two starts haven't been quality, but he was so reliable before then. You going Lynn? Not scared of at Pittsburgh. Lance Lynn. All right, uh, Scott in Rochester. Finals in a head-to-head points daily lineup league. Time to drop and stream pitchers like it's my job. Who do you like on Wednesday? Tyler Skaggs, Marquez, Trevor Williams, or Jack Flaherty? Uh, Marquez. Would be my preferred choice of that group. Who does Skaggs have? I'm getting a lot of questions about Skaggs. Yeah, Skaggs is, for as available as he is, he's a pretty good two-start option, but he's further down the list than Marquez for me. Okay. And so those guys are not pitching Wednesday, Scott. I think they're pitching on Tuesday. He also yeah, says they're, PS, they're pitching Tuesday. They're, they're two-start options. P.S. Uh, football is insanely overrated. I don't, re- I don't agree. <laughs> from Alex. That's a bold take. Yeah, from Alex. I need two of the following. In a two-week championship, uh, runs and OBP are close. The other stats are a done deal. So he needs runs and OBP. DeShields, Polan- Jorge Polanco, Eduardo Escobar, Moncada, Tim Anderson, and Domingo Santana. Needs two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so two I would go with. It's an OBP league. Yeah. So Tim Anderson is extra... Yucky in that format. I'm going to say Mancata into Shield, Scott. What do you say? Mm. Although I think Domingo Santana had a pretty damn good weekend. Yeah, I think Domingo Santana is on it for me. If you need steals, then I think Tim Anderson still needs to be on it. But if not, then I'm going to go. See, if you need steals, or hey, if you need Polanco. steals in an OBP league, how are you going to take Tim Anderson over to Lionel to Shields? <laughs> I guess it's a fair point. Just because it's OBP. I, just, I mean, and the shield actually walks. You know, you're 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 probably right. 
damn right. Finally got one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, Chris needs three of these pitchers. Jake Arietta, who we don't know for a fact that he's starting, so it's a little risky. Arietta, Bumgarner at the Dodgers, two-start leak, Garrett Cole, Giolito, John Lackey, Jeff Samarja. Give him three. Give him three. I'm going to go with Bumgarner, Leak, and um, I will <laughs> – do we roll the dice on Arietta or not? Do we do it? Because the alternative is probably Garrett Cole. Yeah, that's really I'm, tough. I'm leaning – you know what? Let's go Cole. Let's go Cole. Because it might be a short start even if Arietta does start. Let's do Cole. Lou in Connecticut. Head-to-head categories league. Pick one. Dominic Smith, Tim Anderson, Jamer Candelario. For this week, unless you need steals, I would go Candelario. Then if you need steals, obviously Anderson. From Adam. Tight race in home runs, RBIs, and batting average. So pick two. Home runs, RBIs, and batting average. Trumbo, Chris Davis, Reyes, and Matt Carpenter. Trumbo, Chris Davis with a C. Reyes and Matt Carpenter. I think I would go with the the two you would least expect me to go with, Reyes and Matt Carpenter. From Mike in New Jersey, I need to choose three of the following pitchers. Tanner Roark. Luke Weaver, Chase Anderson, Rich Hill, and Denelson Lamette. Woo! Roark, yeah, Weaver, a... Anderson, Hill, and Lamette. Well, Anderson's the two-star guy, so he's in. Rich Hill, I to the point where I never sit him, and I, I don't really think you should be sitting Luke Weaver if you can help it. I know I had to tell another guy to do that, but um, I think Roark and Lamette, although they're fine options, they're just they're the odd men out. All right, here's a tough one to end the show. Nick in Greenwich. Hey, Aaron, Brett, and Clint. Oh, we've gotten this before. And I was wrong it's not about Boons. that. No, it's not Boons. It's Yankees it's outfielders. Boons. I don't remember what it is, but it's not Boons. Yankees outfielders. Oh, uh, okay. For the ship in a 16-team points league, Yoan Moncada or Matt Carpenter. For the ship in a points league, Carpenter. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you, Scott. Hey, I, I, crap, I forgot to mention. Only three shows this week. Very sorry. Three shows Adam this week. Rubbing, rubbing his hand down his face as he says that he is completely exhausted and exasperated with me and with this. <laughs> and he's just ready for a break. Wait, actually, I just thought of something. Since we're not going to do a Tuesday show, I'm just going to give you some questionable pictures for Tuesday night. Oh, come on. Real quick. Okay. 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 Um, Brent Suter, Jamison Tyone. No. CeCe Sabathia hosting Jose Barrios. Uh, uh, Barrios I could see doing the other, uh, not Sabathia. Kevin Gosman. I'm not going to start Barrios. He's been so bad on the road. Kevin Gosman yeah. against the Red Sox. Hmm. Yeah, I I could do it. Yeah, I could do it. Aaron Nola against the Dodgers. Yeah. Chris Archer so. against the Cubs. Rather not. Uh, let's see. Uh, Luis Gohar against the Nationals. No. Mm-mm. Giolito and Colin McHugh. Astros hosting the White Sox. Giolito and McHugh. Mm, not so inclined to do either. McHugh coming back from injury. Are you gonna my s- preferred choice of the two. Are you going to start Mike Clevenger and Tyler Skaggs? Skaggs? Are they facing each other? Yeah. Uh, I hate that matchup. Star, like, I could do Skaggs as a two-start option, but in uh, just an individual start against the Indians, I don't think so. Martin Perez, Mike Leak. Um, Leak's fine. I could do Leak. Zach Godley at Travis Wood. We'll start Godley. And Marquez, yep. yes. Johnny Cueto against the Rockies. Uh, I'd rather not. Bye, Scott. Bye, Adam. Good luck, everybody. Dominate Week 25. Let's win some championships. Dominate!